take you on a ride, on a ride. I'm gonna take you on a ride. I'm gonna race you to the sky, to the sky. I'm gonna race you to the sky. Come out, jump out the door. You can't hold it down no more. Show you how the birds learn how to fly. Don't mind leaving your nest. Don't mind making a mess. This might be the best day of your life. KSKQ 89.5 FM in Ashland, Oregon. And this is Art on the Airwaves with Cammie Davis. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I am in the studio today with our guest, Cheryl S. Williams, who will be on in just a moment. This show is about art and the business of art. Today I'm going to talk to Cheryl. Um, She is a local artist from Talent, Oregon. So, you know, there is talent in talent. There's a lot of talent in talent, actually. And then my music today is from all local musicians. I have a mix that I think you're really going to enjoy. You can find links to all of their websites, um, both Cheryl's and the musicians that I'm playing today, on the new Art on the Airwaves website. And that is artontheairwaves.com. So there is a post that is just about today's show, and it has all the links to their websites. If you're local, there's an upcoming event. Um, It's called Art Day at Red Lily Winery. It's Sunday, June 28th from 12 to 5, and is put on by the Southern Oregon Guild, which is in Kirby. Um, Do you drive by there on your way to the Oregon coast? If you live in the Rogue Valley, um, a lot of you guys will be heading over to the coast for weekends and stuff like that. And um, on your way to Brookings or Crescent City or wherever, there's this really cute little town that you go through called Kirby and if you take a moment to stop there is a gallery there that has really amazing artists um, and it is at the RCC campus they have a cool sign it's on from from the Rogue Valley headed towards the coast it is on your left side so look for that Um, and so they are coming to the Red Lily Winery on Sunday June 28th from 12 to 5 so um, you'll also get a chance to get to know them um, close closer to our area and then um, of course there's wine involved if it's at Red Lily Winery so wine and art it's you know kind of perfect in my eyes tomorrow is the taste of summer in and around Jacksonville and there's a new store that's opening tomorrow in the historic downtown Um, it's a friend of mine who is um, one of the owners of it and it is called Jacksonville Gems and Jewelry Um, it is at 150 South Oregon Street which is right across the street from the Good Bean 
It's open from 9 to 5, and it features the state gem, which is the or- Oregon Sunstone. And I love the color orange in my painting, so you can imagine how much I love the Oregon Sunstone. They also have other gems and stuff like that. So um, tomorrow in Jacksonville, the Taste of Summer, and try to step into that store and um, take a peek at it because it sounds like it's going to be really cool. Uh, Luxbeat Magazine is the premier resource for all things luxury, and I've signed on to do a column profiling my favorite artists. Uh, my first article is about our guest today, Cheryl Williams. Um, I don't think it's posted yet, but it's supposed to post fairly soon. So you want to keep your eyes on that. It's luxbeatmag.com, and it's spelled L-U-X-E-B-E-A-T-M-A-G.com. Um, other upcoming artists that I will be interviewing are... Evan Orlando. She's going to be um, the featured artist at the J. Pepin Gallery in Portland for July. So I saw her art when I was in uh, it was in November. I was driving through Portland and it was the first time I had walked into the J. Pepin Gallery. And it's really cool. It really moved me. And then part of the reason I um, decided to profile her for one of the articles her art moved me and we're going to be in a show together at the Pepin Gal- J. Pepin Gallery in July. She will be the featured artist and then I'm going to have two of my large scale paintings my four feet by four feet ones. So um, on my upcoming trip to Seattle, which is in, ooh, I think it's like a week and a half, I'm going to stop and drop off my paintings and I get to meet her in person. So I'm really excited about that. And then on my way home from Seattle, I'm going to interview and visit the studio of artist David Castleberry. So there's kind of a cool story, at least in my eyes, uh, behind this, which is that um, I didn't paint for quite a few years when my children were little. Um, I was always doing something creative, but um, I just kind of took a break from from painting. I think I was just so busy chasing my kids around and stuff. And then I happened into the Second Street Gallery in Bandon, which is where my parents live. And there was this art on the wall that just like jumped off the wall at me. It was just like these bright contrasts. It was, you know, black with blues and trees and all the stuff that I loved. And I was so inspired by it. I actually, after I got back to Seattle, I actually contacted the gallery and asked if my parents could come in and snap a few photos for me. And this was like, you know, 10 or maybe even 15 years ago um, before you really we, at least before I knew how to look artists up on the internet and stuff. Um, so my parents went in and they took some pictures and sent them to me. And that was actually what inspired me to start painting again as an adult was his paintings. So when I got this um, job to profile different artists for Luxbeat Magazine, I, I thought about him. So I tracked him down. Second Street Gallery connected me with him. So on my way back from Seattle in a couple of weeks, I'm going to stop and meet David Castleberry and check out his studio and interview him. And he is located in Charleston, Oregon. So I'm really excited about that. So those are three of the upcoming articles that will be in Luxbeat Magazine. And I need to pause for one second regarding my trip to Seattle because I'm going the week of June 14th. And drum roll, please, because as a mom, this is really exciting for me. My baby, my youngest baby, who is now 21, is graduating from the University of Washington in media and communications. So I'm over the moon proud of her, and that's what I'm going to be in Seattle for. So I have three amazing daughters, and I get to go celebrate one of them on June 14th in Seattle. Um, Upcoming shows on 
June 19th, Art on the Airwaves, we're going to have Jennifer Pepin from the J. Pepin Gallery um, that I was talking about, the one, it's in the Pearl District in Portland. It's a beautiful gallery. Um, her gallery is inspiring and interesting, and it's focused on the beauty that can come from having a mental illness. And like I said, I'm going to have two of my paintings in there. So doesn't that just make you kind of want to listen and hear the story behind that? Um, So that's going to be on June 19th. She's going to be a call-in guest. Really excited about that. And then on July 3rd, I'm going to have Josh from the Rogue Valley Messenger as my guest. I wanted to have somebody from publications come on my show because I think there's a lot of questions as artists that we have about how to get our events in um, publications. So I think uh, if you have questions about that that you want me to ask him, um, shoot me an email. It is um, cammydavisart at gmail.com, C-A-M-M-Y-D-A-V-I-S art at gmail.com. Um, so the first song I'm going to play for you, or I should say the second, because we actually already had one song. My um, opening song, if you missed that, um, was by Shaibo Torres, who is a local musician, and he recorded that version of my theme song, Best Day of Your Life, for me. And I have a couple of other local artists, local musicians, who are recording my theme song, so it's going to be really fun to have you guys listen to those um, upcoming. Um, so we're, I'm going to send you to a song. This one is by Jeff Kletzel, and it is Come Back to Me.
Gorgeous, gorgeous. I just love that music. We have so many local talented musicians. It's, it's, um, it's just ridiculous, the talent in this area. Ridiculous in a very good way. I'm going to read a word from our sponsor, True South Solar. True South Solar is pleased to be an underwriter of KSKQ 89.5 FM in Ashland, Oregon. Thinking about solar for your home or business, True South Solar is proudly Southern Oregon owned and operated. They source only the best in-class products and materials, some of which are manufactured right here in Oregon. True South Solar provides turnkey solar systems for home and business. For more info, call 541-842-0020 or visit www.truesouthsolar.net. KSKQ thanks True South Solar and listeners like you for supporting community radio. So you are back with Art on the Airwaves with Cammie Davis on KSKQ 89.5 FM in Ashland, Oregon. And my guest today is artist Cheryl S. Williams. Cheryl is a local artist who has supported herself through art sales for 30 years. I mean, hats off to someone who can do that. I I have a lot to learn from her. Um, She has um, these ceramics that that the name of them is Prosperity Bowls, and they are in the White House collection, as well as many other collections. And her work is beautiful. It's simple. It's ethereal. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's so good to have you here today. So I want to start by putting my microphone back together because it fell apart while I was talking. There we go. (laughs) Um, I want to start by explaining your work to the listeners that haven't seen your work yet. Sure. So am I I starting? Are you going to explode? No, no, let you. Because I I said that to her before we went on. I want to start by explaining (laughs) your work. And she goes, yeah, you go ahead with that one. (laughs) So Cheryl's work, what moved me about her work when I saw it is that it's when you first look at it, like from far away, it can look really simple. And it is simple. That's actually part of what is so beautiful about it. But it isn't. When you get closer to it and um, it just kind of sucks you in. There's like so many layers of it. But is depth, I think that's the word. And um, stillness. I, I don't know how to explain it other than that. But it's your personality as well. You're, to me, whenever I'm around you and I leave, there's like this really zen, peaceful feeling that I have. So it was really interesting to me. I videotaped Cheryl fairly recently um, for a gallery exhibit that she's doing. Right, down in California. Yes. And it's called the Highlight Gallery. And highlight thank gallery. you so much for doing that. It, really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it means a lot when I can uh, mm-hmm. show people uh, 
in a different way rather than just looking at a painting they're yeah. actually seeing me you know do it and as you said I've been doing this for a long long time yeah and all my work you know I, I'm a clay artist I'm also two-dimensional I do abstract paintings mm-hmm. um, and there is a stillness in it mm-hmm. there's a quietness and with the paintings there's you know lot of layers I build up many many layers yeah. and so that's I think part of what draws you in and it's funny how you can look at the painting one moment and then it starts kind of changing mm-hmm. the next moment or it the does. next it, how the light does. hits it yeah. then you know in the afternoon or in the morning so um yeah they they are quiet I I over time, you know, I have changed. Mm-hmm. I used to do very broad, dynamic brush strokes. Mm-hmm. And now they're a little bit more subtle, I would say. Yeah, subtle. I, yeah, they, they are subtle. Um, one of the things that jumped out at me so much when I was videotaping you, and of course I, I know you a little bit by now, not as much as I'd like to. I like to spend more time with you because Cheryl, she's just she's an amazing human being as well. Um, but... When I had videotaped her before, it was for an edgy in October thing, and she just didn't seem like in her element. I, you know, I throw people in front of the camera all the time, and yeah. <laughs> it didn't particularly Don't put seem me in front of film. I'm not. A well, friend. now I know the secret <laughs> is this time when I went to videotape her, and and no, you were just fine. It came out just fine on camera. I don't mean to make you feel bad over that, but I could tell you it wasn't particularly your comfort zone. So this time I went to videotape you, and I wasn't exactly sure what to expect, but. I was videotaping her during her creative process, and it was completely different. It makes a big difference to me, too. Of yeah. course, I'm more relaxed. That's just what I do. You're, yeah. in a, you're in the zone, rhythm, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy. It's easy. Interesting. I, it's just interesting you said that. Um, to me, it was really moving because um, I was just videotaping away. And then suddenly I could just tell she got into her creative zone and stuff. And you said um, you were talking about how you typically paint at night because it's quieter. And you were like in that zone while you were doing it. And you were just like the, the brush was flowing and stuff. And and I like teared up. It was just I was so happy to be there experiencing that moment watching you an artist create like that. It was amazing. Don't you think that is with most artists, if not all artists, you have this conversation going on with whatever you're doing or you're one with uh, your wood you're carving or what you're painting on your canvas, whatever art you're doing. Mhm. You do tend to block everything out. It's like an athlete, you know. You're mm-hmm. focused. It's that focus and that enjoyment, mm-hmm. you know, from doing your own work. I know, but you and I had this conversation when I was there interviewing you for the story, and I had recorded it. Right. I don't know if you – yeah, I recorded yeah. it. Well, I was listening to it last night, and you and I had this conversation, and we actually felt a little different on this. I don't know if you remember this, but here's my thoughts. You think everyone does. I think the the – Well, I don't want to say the gifted ones do, but maybe I want to say the lucky ones do. I think that that's something that, as any type of artist, that we all try to really tap into is that moment. And yes, I I definitely have those moments. And the the paintings that I do where I don't have those moments are the ones that hit the burn pile, you know. (laughs) But no, I think there's a lot of people that really never know how to tap into that because there is such a thing about um, letting the outside world go and just being in that creative moment, don't you think? 
I kind of take it from a, maybe a different place. I love it when we disagree, by the way. <laughs> it's how can you not be in that place? Mm-hmm. It's just automatic. And maybe maybe just because <laughs> it feels automatic to me or it is automatic to me. I think it's so much a part of you. Yeah, that I don't realize that there's another way. I think over the years, you know, I've been doing this for so long. Uh, I remember, you know, starting out painting, mm-hmm. right? We all remember our starting out phase. I do. Yes, yes. I do. And... I would get really frustrated and angry and my back would start hurting. And after a while, it's like, what is going on? Well, I was, it's almost like you're hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. You're not one with, you're not going with. Yeah. And um, I was trying to interpose my whatever onto the canvas rather than letting uh it all f- you know flow yeah. be a dance or yeah. you know whatever you want to call that and communication mm-hmm. on a lot of different levels you know and uh a lot of different spiritual beings come in and it's just it's more of a joy mm-hmm. don't you think when you're in the zone it's just like Hours pass and it's only, you know, you hear the same story. It's only like five minutes, seems mm-hmm. like five minutes mm-hmm. and nothing else really matters. And then you step back and it's like, wow, look at that. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Um, the, the only thing I'm, I don't agree on is that it just <laughs> happens automatically or all the time. So, you know, I, I try to be really genuine and honest because, well, I'm kind of that way as a person. But on my radio show, so here, here's my thing that happened to me recently is taking my work really excited to a gallery that um, just really excited about it, taking my art in for them to view. They had agreed to look at it. And what he said after he looked at it was that it's very, um, oh, I just lost the word. Um, it's very still, basically. It's, there was no movement. There was no motion in it. And I stood back and looked at it. And I thought, oh, he is so right. So what I, you know, processing it afterward, I feel like what had happened to me was I was so focused on the business that I was going between the computer and the canvas and trying to somehow produce my art while I'm, you know, building the art business side of it. And so what I've done since, and I'm so happy with the painting, I can't wait to show them to you, yeah. uh, that I've done recently, is step away from the computer and, and create time just for my art. When you were talking, I thought you were incorporating the computer work and the, your painting. And what I mean by that, hmm. a lot of times I'll think a painting is finished. Mm-hmm. Or maybe uh, it's not quite finished, but I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. I will take an image of it with my camera, go into Photoshop. Oh, you do that too? Yeah. You bet. And I won't change colors, but it gives me a different way than to look at the painting Mm -hmm. and going, wow, if I brought light into here... Look how much it changes. And so then I'll take it off the wall and put it back on the easel and paint that way. It gives another opportunity to look at things differently. Yeah, that's interesting. I would never have guessed that you um, did sometimes, that. Sometimes, sometimes it's it's. Did you do that with that one, me. that one that was on your wall when I was there that you were just like, you were angry at this one painting when I was there. Well, I don't think you get angry, but... Um, 
That blue one. Oh, that totally changed. I saw the finished happens. piece. It was beautiful. That, of course, that, oh, that yeah. always happens. No, see, that's really interesting. And I, I, I think that's something I, that I need to figure out is that balance between, because I do think the one thing I was missing was I was not creating separate time to go into my creative zone. And that's kind of what we, oh, we're talking about yeah. is the creative zone. Like stepping back and then processing it. But do you think that you could, like in the middle of painting, go and do something at the computer and then go back to the ca- painting and still be in that creative zone. I yeah. think that's what I was yeah. Could you? Yeah. yeah okay. and I You're just amazing, but I already knew that. <laughs> no, but it, it takes time. It's just switching gears. Maybe it's a learning curve. But I'm very selfish. Okay, I'm you said selfish. that before and I cannot I, see that. I am. No. I, I love creating. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. So many hours a day... I'm in my studio yeah. doing that. And that's what I mean. I don't have little kids running around mm-hmm. uh, asking for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we all have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But um, most of my hours in the day are devoted to me, to my <laughs> art. You know, oh, It sounds and, heavenly. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and to friends. But, you know, I've, I've made that choice right. in life. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe that's why this the separate and maybe that's um why the creative zone works for you so well is because you don't like I I feel like I'm just caught all these different directions of things um you know coming at me all the time. So yeah, it's, and sometimes it's like I need to separate somehow. Right. Well, sometimes when that happens your day is just busy or you know yeah. you have to do X, you uh-huh. know, whatever it is. I just make a list. Oh, another uh, list person. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, what really needs to get done? Yeah. And to be able to be flexible enough to say, well, at any point, this can get changed. Yeah. When I'm, I'll just go back to my paintings. Yeah. I know I, I cannot paint 10-minute segments. hmm Drop the brush, go and do something and bring it back. So... I plan on a big chunk of time. Uh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I was going back, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I could so do that. Do you paint every day, Cheryl? Yeah, you bet. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> that's just life. Unless I'm on the road or something. Yes, I paint every day. I do art every day. Oh, my God. I, I want your life. <laughs> I guess I can carve it out. So, so tell our listeners, how did you create this life for yourself? So you started as an artist fairly young, correct? I st- I did. I I started in my later 20s, and I had done a lot of different things in life, but was really dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. And I remember having this class that I took in high school. It was for clay, ceramics mm-hmm. class, pottery class, they called it. And I was immediately hooked. <laughs> and I was one of those kids where uh, I wasn't, I was kind of a bad kid, so I—I <laughs> I I can't imagine <laughs> that actually. I went to an—I al- went to an alternative school uh, for bad kids, or uh, was it just an al- yeah. alternative? Oh, well, not really. <laughs> I mean, we all had our issues, I suppose. It was a Qua- <gasps> it was a Quaker school up you in were the a Sears. N- no, but they they accepted kids like me and. It was John Woolman School. I don't know if they, I don't think they exist anymore. But anyways, (laughs) and they also had a studio, a barn actually. And I got to continue. And 
going through life, you know, it's you make those choices of, hmm, where do I want to go? What are my interests? And like I said, I, I have done other things. I was a welder. I was a yeah. dental lab tech and uh, house painting. <laughs> Nothing satisfied me. Wait, you painted houses too? I, did. I didn't hear that one before. I know, I know. <laughs> That's new information. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I ended up having a few bucks in my pocket, didn't know what to do, was on the street for a short time, and um, it kind of makes you think, hmm, mm-hmm. there's more to life than doing what you people think, you know, you're told to do, right. stuff like that. So, you know, you you have to pay attention to those little voices and... Uh, a voice said, hey, go down to the local retail store, pottery store. And uh, there was a help wanted, you know. So I helped out. And for the time that I was on the street, I honed my craft mm-hmm. as a potter. Mm-hmm. And uh, things just started taking off after I did a, a trade show, the wholesale show circuit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. back east. And it all started that way. I love that uh, when I was interviewing you before, you um, said that there was a time in your 20s. So this is probably the time that you're talking about when you um, were living in your, was it a Toyota? Yeah, a Toyota truck. (laughs) (laughs) On the side of the street with your pottery wheel. (laughs) I just love that. I want a picture of that so bad. Well, no, I had had a wheel. And as I said, I I was helping out this other potter. And so uh, there was like five potters behind the retail part of this and we all got to uh have a little space yeah and uh just just throw every day and and this is what i want to do or forget it you know it's not not worth it and that's how it all that's how it all started and i started painting way back when but way back then when you were Mm -hmm. right about then because i thought the painting came later well i then i had stopped I, I lived in Eugene for a long time, for about eleven or twelve years. So this was in this was in California, and this is um, the the thing I remember you saying was that it was in your late twenties, I believe, and you made a conscious decision that you were going to give it a shot, and you were either going to make it as an artist or you were not. And to me, that was such an incredibly brave statement because when I was in my twenties, I was thinking. I don't want to be a starving artist. And I was running away from it and doing everything I hated to try to not be a starving artist. I love eating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this you is know, why we get along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into the starving artist. Yeah. No, but I was I too just, afraid to do it is what I'm saying. You were, to me, you were so brave at that well, age to I do don't, it. I don't think it's a bravery thing. It was either I'm going to succeed at this and I don't mean succeed like your name has to be, mm-hmm. you know, in every store or, or whatever. It wasn't a choice. That's how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. I had to do this. And if not, well, then I'll just leave planet Earth. But <laughs> it was it was a conscious thing. Yeah. And ever since then, I guess I'm on the right path. Well, I think you're kind of on the ro- on the right path because it's it's been a while. So then you moved to Eugene. I moved Tell to Eugene. Tell us what happened I, then. Well, I I kept working, and um, as I said, got introduced to the trade show right. and uh, ACC, American Craft Council, and things like that. And it instantly, my clay instantly took off. And as you said, I was doing those ceramic bowls, mm-hmm. a little bit different back then, um, and they 
they paid my rent. They paid my mortgage. And from there, then I started going, hmm, I really want to start painting. And yeah. I did a little bit of that. And I was doing both. And sold that place and then moved to Idaho and bought my dream place. Where did you live in Idaho? <laughs> what, what town? I lived in Sun Valley, Ketchum area. Oh, okay. Because I went to school at University of Idaho in oh, Moscow. there you go. There you I go. haven't been back since, but it was such an idyllic time of my life. It's yes. beautiful there. It's, it's either... It's really very ugly or very beautiful in Idaho. <laughs> I don't, there's not much in between. That's probably a good descriptor. Right. <laughs> so I lived there for a while, and I also lived way up in the Panhandle, Sagal, really? Sagal, Idaho. Not I too don't many. even know where exactly. that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where Coeur d'Alene is. Yeah, yeah, so up there. So it's up there. But there's two people and a cow probably in Sagal. <laughs> well, so you said that was your idyllic place to live. So then how did you get from Idaho to Oregon, which is idyllic as well? Just went down Highway 5. <laughs> <laughs> Such a smart ass. I know, I know. <laughs> so just one thing led to another. Yeah. I finally decided I've been a recluse all my life. Still am pretty much, but decided, hmm. I don't want to just look at a cow all day or, you know, I, maybe it's time to join the human race. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I came down to Ashland. It's, it's not big, mm -hmm. small enough. You can either disappear or not disappear. And as you said, there is so many people here that are creative. I know. It's wonderful. It's, it's a surprising. mecca. It really is. It's like New Mexico or whatever. <laughs> There's just places on earth yes. that just draw this creativity. It's so true. Isn't and it's it with musicians and it's with artists. Every, and well, Shakespeare. Anybody, I mean, yeah. Everybody and everything. It's amazing. The We're all doing different things. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. It's very inspiring. Um, well, let's go to our next song. And this is by... A, in talented local people that we were just talking about this is really cool this is by old mountain dew um a little different than what i usually play and i love it and so here we go
I love that. That was Old Mountain Dew, who was a, which is a local band. And I actually just ran into Larry from Old Mountain Dew the other day um, in Ashland. And I was like, Larry, I need to talk to you. And I asked him if I could do, if we could do one of the music art videos that I'm doing. And I'm not sure which song we're going to do, but I just think that's going to be really fun. That Their music is it's so, bouncy. it's so bouncy, right? Yes, yes. Were, were you dancing like I was? Very <laughs> Or were you just laughing at me while I was just dancing? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this is Art on the Airways with Cammie Davis on KSKQ 89.5 FM in Ashland, Oregon. And we are back on the air today with Cheryl S. Williams. And I have so much fun with Cheryl Williams that I I kind of almost forgot we were in the middle of a song and we were actually coming back on on the air and stuff because there's just always so much I want to talk to her about. Welcome back. Well, thank you. And <laughs> you want to talk about some of the business? Yes, that's exactly what I want to talk about. When, when I meet with you, I'm always like, Cheryl, just, just teach me. Just, just so my pores are ready to soak up all of your information. Give it to me. So let's give our listeners some information on how to be a successful artist for 30 years. Hmm, follow your gut instincts. <laughs> that's the number one. You know, for years, I was almost afraid of... Uh, approaching galleries Mm -hmm. and the industry has really changed over the span that I've been doing oh I bet and um, now it's like this is what I do this is what they are this is you know I come from this is what I need from it it's a business relationship Uh, you're helping me I'm helping you you know there's a spot you're showing my art it's a business relationship. Yeah. Communication is so important. Yeah. Oh, as you know. yes. <laughs> it is. And, you know, there's been some rough spots, you know, not getting paid, things like that. I've taken some people to, to court and yeah. have gotten paid. But, you know, you drop them. 
mm-hmm. you keep the people that you have a good relationship with yeah and it they in turn you know help you out and um it's all about timing mm-hmm. timing is everything you know that saying um and i i think you need to have look at the business end as it's just business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. take the emotions right. out of it yeah absolutely and that really helps if you can get your emotions out of it mm-hmm. and just look at it. it's kind of black and white i know but it is a business you need to stand up for yourself yes but not be so overbearing that well i only want you to do you know don't go into that because that turns anybody off yeah but standing up for for your art standing up for yourself and don't forget the enjoyment aspect <laughs> of it all <laughs> for sure I think the business side is actually one of the the ways that you and I mesh because I do think a lot of artists kind of have a hard time um, because we're creative people mm-hmm. and you and I talked about this a little bit where it's a little bit difficult whereas when you're putting your art out there you are being judged on um, have you put enough emotion into it and then on the business on the flip side it's like oh my god she's just an emotional artist <laughs> you <know>? well um, <laughs> you know that's the thing about here in the states well kind of around the world we like to build people up and tear them down. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and so you need to be able to stand back mm-hmm. and just go for it. Yeah. Don't hold yourself back. Yeah. And I don't know what this emotional thing is. I where does that come from? What do you mean? I mean, what do you mean you don't know what the emotional thing is? Well, no, you keep speaking about that. Like this gallery said something about emotional. You where's your emotion in your art? Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't the art speak for itself? I don't know. I don't, see, I don't understand that concept. Either mm-hmm. you're moved by something yeah. or you're not moved by something. And we all have different tastes. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about being critical of another person's yeah. art. Um, you know how sometimes you'll hear, well, my s- two-year-old son could have <laughs> painted that. <laughs> oh, I think I have heard that before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, then let your two-year-old son paint that. Go ahead. You know, one thing I loved was I had said to you that I had gotten some criticism lately um, for um, shameless self-promotion. And you put your hand up in the air and you high-fived me. (laughs) You were like, right on, girl. You go. You have to. You have to in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, not even in this day and age. I think that's really important. Yeah. There's so many different ways to get it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we have social media. <laughs> we Your favorite. Yes, my favorite. <laughs> Being a recluse, you know, that just goes so well hand in hand. You know, I don't know. It's often the recluses that are doing the social media. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got the brick and mortar, the gallery, or yeah. the, the you know, retail stores or, or whatever. Um And there's interior designers, there's corporate. I mean, there's so many different ways now as an artist, so many different avenues to approach. You Mm -hmm. can do airplanes, you can do yachts, you can homes, what businesses, Mm. all different kinds. How do you approach these? How do you find them and approach them? Any suggestions for people listening, (laughs) including myself? (laughs) I do spend some time on the computer just wandering around. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Something will catch my eye, and it's like, oh, look at this company. Mm-hmm. 
I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, you find out sometimes people will have, let's say it's a gallery and they'll say artist submissions or they'll tell you how they yeah, want to be Yeah, a lot of them do have it on there. Mm-hmm, I've noticed that. But if you're, if you just have, uh, you're approaching uh, a n- place that's not a gallery, let's say a, a, a yacht company, a mm-hmm. y- a places that uh, design yachts, do the interiors mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they also have designers, of course. Yeah. They've approached me and I have done work for them. And you fun. just, it is. You just have to think a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You can put a, together a packet and send it in the mail, or you can do things on the internet now. Try both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just, as I don't ever be afraid. Yeah. No I matter agree with how that. good you are, no matter how, if you think you're a crappy artist, doesn't matter. Just keep putting it out there. Mm-hmm. We all get rejections. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what stage you are in doing your artwork. Yeah. It's just life. We're all humans. As yeah. I said, there will be people that love your work, people that hate your work. Yeah. I totally agree with you. That was one of the things when I moved here and I have this certain amount of time to, um, well, I take care of my grandma to build my art business. And I said, okay, I'm just going to ask for anything I want. I'm not going to be afraid of no. I'm just, but I'm just going to ask. And it's it's amazing when you ask for something you want, and especially if you're always looking for the win win, which I do. Like mm-hmm. I'm 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 always offering them something at the same time. Yes. Um, it's amazing how many people will say yes. It you is know? like don't be afraid to ask, and you right. do get no's, but oh, there's so many that say yes. Well, it's know? also that energy that you yeah. have. You know, that's like very bubbly. Yeah, people love that. Yeah. Yeah. You're a go getter. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Cheryl. Well, thank you, Cheryl S. Williams. <laughs> so I was going to bring up Instagram. I kind of kind of uh, didn't warn her about this, but when I was over at her house uh, videotaping her, I grabbed her cell phone and and Cheryl might be a little controlling. She's like, "Oh god, oh god, don't grab me." You know. And I'm like, "No, no, no. We're going to set you up on Instagram." So I got her on Instagram and snapped a few pictures and she's like, "I hate social media. What's this going to do for me?" Um so here's my little story about Instagram. It hasn't been that long since I've been on it. Um but I occasionally will do a little bit of research to try to find out more about things I force myself and so I kind of researched like how to get followers and so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to slowly build my Instagram and see how it works so in the short amount of time that I've been on it here's one thing I've noticed um, one of the galleries that has had my jewelry for a couple of years um, but has shown no interest in my art and yes I have asked them um, twice so far that I've been rejected um, well I noticed I had followed them on Instagram and I noticed at some point they followed me back and they've been you know clicking like next to my images oh, and stuff. There you go. because it's a visual sure. field that we're in yes. so I'm posting um, images while I'm painting and stuff so uh, I had an opportunity to make a trip to the coast which is where they're yeah. at so I, I emailed her and, and said hey do you need more jewelry and here's some links to my newest paintings can right. I come by and show them to you and so she said yeah so I have an appointment with Great. her so I do think that um, even if with social media what I find is that if you don't get that direct result from it I do think it puts it in front of people's faces quite a bit so i do think that there well, is i'm a dinosaur no you are not i am <laughs> oh no. i'm just slowly getting into the social media thing slowly but surely slowly dragging and screaming well, and it's just because <laughs> I, I know nothing about it i mean 
it, it you know it's, it takes time mm-hmm. for me and uh you know when you start getting that gray hair setting in <laughs> things take a little bit more time <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of there but i don't want to admit it so <laughs> so let's talk about um some of the challenges that you've had in building your art business that um, other artists can relate to and how you've overcome them any tips or suggestions on those when it doesn't work move on oh give me an example just make it simple it's if things aren't working out with your relationship, let's say, with the, I keep going back to the galleries, mm-hmm. um, it's time just to let it go and mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. find another gallery. Yeah. I did that with one. Yes. Like here I've been trying so hard and love this gallery and wanting my stuff in there. But I would, I think two or three times when I left that gallery, I would burst into tears. Mm. And I had to say, okay, <laughs> really, is, is this worth, worth it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So just move on and look for, like, get rid of the negative. Sometimes they're learning experiences, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you're kind of pu- trying to push it, yeah, or you don't feel comfortable in something that's going on, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's not a good relationship. As I said, it is a two-way relationship. Mm-hmm. You both have to kind of do the dance. Yeah, um, things happen. Can you adjust? Yeah. You know, if something gets broken or something happens, you know, why it's hanging, you know, all those kind of things you have to feel out. But in all of that, you have to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Um, how does art benefit your life? I would say it is so intertwined. Well, first of all, it's all around us. Yeah. It just makes me richer. It's taught me so much about patience, when to give, when not to give, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, the flow of things, mm-hmm. looking at things differently. You know, in, in my work, um, I don't always just paint doity doity doy. Sometimes I give myself, like, lessons. Oh, you talk about that yes. yeah okay give us some example i found that really interesting like little challenges and lessons exactly, right? exactly of course uh, like, yeah. i want to grow just like you know we all want to grow as yeah. artists right yeah and i i paint i just let it flow mm-hmm. i unless it's a commission i don't have something preconceived in my mind like i'm going to paint this tree next to a lake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's just not how i paint and so if I feel stuck in a certain area or I feel like I want a challenge, I will just say, okay, I'm going to paint this painting mostly blue or I'm going to do a super small one or a super big one. Mm. I will set up parameters yeah, and have it as a challenge. That's interesting. What is difference for you be- when you paint a really small one versus a really big one? Like what are the differences? Ooh. That's that's tough. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've got a large painting, mm-hmm. and because I'm so short, you know, I'm only <laughs> five foot. I know, she's so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her to get something off a shelf, and then I felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting the lifts in the shoes, maybe. Or, <laughs> We're going to get you in six-inch heels. I know, I know. <laughs> Christine Labitan <laughs> Um. I love painting large. Mm-hmm. 
it's just you know you can I do get too. your whole arm going your whole body's yeah. involved in it huh? yeah, yeah you're more into it is what i feel uh-huh. that video uh-huh. i was telling you uh, i'm going to be doing a, a video where, where they want me to paint during the video and he said well could you do it on a 10 the original painting is four foot by four foot right he goes could you do it on a 10 inch by 10 inch canvas and my I think my head was screaming <laughs> inside because I was like, oh, you know, I, was, I, was, I don't think I can. Yeah, yeah. It's completely different. Well, I used to paint small. And what got me out of it is one of a commission. And oh, it really? was for a hospital. And they wanted two paintings that were going to be displayed side by side. Mm-hmm. And each one needed to be four foot by four foot. My favorite size. Exactly. You can yeah. still reach around it. I love that size yeah. paint on. And... And that's how I kind of made the the leap. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, how big can I get it? <laughs> and I want to design, uh, s- design, oh, something where I can have it turn, <gasps> and so you don't struggle having to lift it off the yeah. easel. Yeah. Like yes. Yes. So ha- hassle fabrication. Okay. On Dead Indian. Oh, here in Ashland. Here in Ashland. He's a great fabricator. What is fabricator? He builds the panels and stuff? Or what does fabricator mean? Well, he. I'm going to design an easel. He doesn't know about this yet. <laughs> Guess what if you're listening? That's right. <laughs> Brett, if you're listening, another crazy artist is going to come to you. And so I want to design this easel so that it can turn. It can lay down, you know, oh. as a tabletop. Oh, or you can turn yeah. the canvas um yeah he might have to make two of those i might need one too that'd be perfect i know and you can do it out of aluminum oh yeah so it's of course not still so have wheels you know, and it'd have to be heavy at the bottom so it didn't okay. tip and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be really awesome because yeah. what i find with those big ones especially is that i'm trying to paint the gallery wrap you know i paint sure. you paint the sides sure. of yours too and then, and then it's try, trying to get to all the sides well and, and i never <laughs> paint a canvas i'm always turning it around of course yeah. upside down yes. and things like that and yeah yeah so i don't believe the industry yet has come up with a good easel no i'm gonna agree at least not one that that i have purchased or anything i think you have to make your own yeah i will or have the fabricated have what was his name brett uh, brett make them a for has- you hassle <laughs> h-a-s-s-e-l-l fabrication i love that i'm i can't believe how fast this hour always goes because i have the most amazing guests and um i've been on the air with cheryl s williams her website is cheryl s williams.com and there is a link um both on the art on the airwaves facebook page or just go to our website which is art on the airwaves.com and to today's post and there's a link to that as well as all the musicians that i played today and then we will have we have been um, video recording it we will have that on youtube by tomorrow as well as um, a copy of this um, as a podcast so that you can share it with your friends so all of that will be on art on the airwaves.com um any last comments before we go to our last song have fun no <laughs> just create have create fun. create have yeah, fun yeah. thank you so much for listening this is art on the airwaves with cammy davis on kskq FM and the song that I'm going to send you guys out with today is Beast of Burden by Rogue Suspects
Need a hand. 